Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm 17. Once on a Friday, while many people were out making real acquaintances in nightclubs, I wasn't able to meet somebody, even virtually. I lay on the couch in my room and went to site after site, wherever I had a profile, but there was not a single message for me on any of them. It was too early for sleep, but then, suddenly, I had an idea. I created a new profile, but instead of my own photos, I used those of strangers. I randomly had come across a profile of a rich man a couple of days before. On his page, there was nothing but cool cars, yachts, helicopters, and his attractive, toned body to go with his good looks. I borrowed his pictures, a couple of powerful phrases, and it worked. I immediately started getting attention. I scrolled through the profiles of these girls, and I noticed several, well, very nice ones. But then one photo stopped me dead in my tracks. It was my mom. Except, here her name was not Mrs. Judith Krember, but J-Hot35. Those numbers on the end were definitely not her age. It was our house number. It's where I live. Where my mom and dad live, who just celebrated their 20th wedding anniversary that same year. My hands were shaking and my breath even became short as I opened her profile and saw some quite revealing photos. Mom makes dinner in an apron, gets out of the shower with a towel on her head, goes to work in a skirt that hangs below her knees, and a loose jacket. I'm used to all of that. But to see her in almost underwear with her mouth open while unabashedly posing for the camera? It was too much! I put down the phone and went outside to calm down a bit. Then, when I came back in, out of curiosity, I gave her a mutual like. A minute later, she messaged me. Hi, I'm Judy. What are you doing tomorrow? Do you know what thought struck me then? That we were only five meters away from each other. Only two doors in a small hallway separated us. And Dad was quietly watching television on the first floor. On this ordinary Friday night, Mom was calmly writing to a stranger, 
I had to find out what she was prepared to do. I'm considering freeing up an evening for you, I replied. And how can I help make your decision easier? She answered. I was afraid to imagine, let alone read or see what proposals she was ready to suggest. So instead, I asked if she was free on Saturday. Some more back and forth came down to the fact that, yes, she was absolutely free, there were no conflicts with meeting, and she really wanted to meet me the next day. Not knowing whether she was serious or just had found a way to have fun and add some spice to her relationship with my dad. I set up a date for us in a cafe for the following day at 7 p.m. Deal, and please free up your whole evening because after dinner, I can stay with you. I couldn't say anything back to this message because I felt sick to my stomach. I didn't sleep all night and thought about how my mother and her secret life under the nickname J-Hot35. The entire next day I was nervously awaiting this date. I left the house two hours early to make sure I found a good place to observe. After all, if she did come, which I strongly doubted, I would have to watch her from afar and go unnoticed. It was already 7.15pm, and for the first time that day, I breathed a sigh of relief. She had not come, which meant that she was only doing it for fun. I knew it! But then, I turned my attention to a woman in high heels and with a plunging neckline on her dress. Red lipstick, starkly outlined eyes. Mom never looked like that. And yet, it was her. She obviously came not only for the sake of a harmless dinner. While I was standing in front of the entrance, hiding behind a car parked nearby, I got a message on my fake profile. I'm here, where are you? I was racing home at full speed, filled with embarrassment and resentment. For myself, for dad, and even for her. After all, she always talked so much about self-respect. I was still sitting in my room, staring off into space when my father called me to the table. For dinner, dad had cooked a turkey because mom needed a break too, he explained to me. She just smiled in her usual robe and with a natural shade of lipstick on her lips. Except her eyeliner was a reminder of her treacherous failed date. The turkey seemed tasteless to me and I think I lost my appetite for a long time. After all, after what I learned about my mother, I can't pretend that nothing happened. Is it right to hide what my mom is doing for my dad? If I tell him everything, our family will fall apart. What should I do? What would you do? I hate it when people tell me I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Especially when they don't know how awful my parents were to me. My name is Coda, and from the very start of my life, they made it their mission to make me feel like my birth didn't matter. I never had a birthday, never celebrated one, because they never told me when I was born and how old I was. The one thing they did for me was giving me a king's education. I had the best tutors in the world, the most private education. I had teachers and professors give me private classes in my own home. I was isolated from the world, but I also became a genius. But even though my mind was sharp as a needle, I gravitated towards the arts. I was a creative at heart. And the one thing I loved doing the most was singing. By age six, I was already singing classical pieces that even grown adults found intimidating to perform. And I did it all in the privacy of our attic. My most profound talent became my biggest secret. Because if my parents found out, I knew they would do all they could to stop me from singing. I used my intelligence to study music on my own. And whenever my parents would go on holidays, I would sneak music teachers into our house and I would have them teach me everything they knew. 
The best voice coaches in the world came to teach me in secret. I was always alone. Not going to regular schools like everybody else made me lonely. I didn't have the chance to meet friends. And that sadness, I channeled it all into music. One day, while I was doing my vocal warm-ups, my mom heard me. She dragged me to my dad without a word. Then, she told on me. Your son has been singing. Singing? What are you, some commoner? We hire people for entertainment, boy. We're not the ones who step so low as to be the entertainment. You will stop this nonsense now, or you'll be cut off of the will. I suggest you focus your efforts on becoming the best businessman you can be. After all, you will have to run the company when we retire. I had no choice. No one to turn to. I grew up shy and socially awkward. And I was weak. I did everything my parents told me to because I never had the guts to fight back. I stopped singing for a while, but when I was really down, I would still do it. It was the only thing that cheered me up. It was on the day that our mansion was being renovated that I met her. The noise from the workers was so loud that I decided to put my earbuds on to drown them out. But without noticing, I had started singing along at the top of my lungs. Suddenly, my mom slapped me. Shut that mouth of yours! Can't you hear we have company? Butler, get the door! And when the doors opened, I saw the most beautiful girl I had ever seen. She flipped her hair and said hello to my parents. I'm so sorry. I was walking my dog down the street when I heard the most beautiful voice coming from your house. May I ask who was singing? No one! No one here sings! How dare you accuse us of doing such disgusting things! Oh, uh, it's just... I'm also a singer, and... Uh, perhaps it was your son. Nonsense! Butler, get this trespasser off my property! I was 16 when I finally found out my real birthday. I bribed one of the doctors who was working in the hospital I was born at. So I wanted to throw a party. And I wanted to celebrate it by sharing the songs I wrote to the world. I was ready to show the world who I really was. But then, my parents shut down my plans, saying I was not worthy of celebrating my own birthday. They told me that only when I ascended through our company and became worthy of being CEO will I be able to do whatever I wanted for my special day. I was so depressed I ran out of the house and got lost in the maze in the garden. It was then that I heard a beautiful voice like a mermaid's. And like a sailor lost at sea, I followed the siren's call. Until, I emerged from the maze and saw her on the other side of our walls, singing as she played her guitar. Hey, I was waiting for you. you you're that girl. From before. Yeah, and I've come back for you. Your parents stifle your true talent. You should come with me. She climbed up the wall and offered me her hand to take. And I was in love at first sight. She was offering me freedom. And I took it. I ran away with Ari after she learned what a bad life I had. She hid me in a recording company's studio so that my parents wouldn't be able to find me. That was when I found out that Ari was a rich recording artist. Ari fed me, clothed me, hid me, and hired bodyguards for me. I felt really safe going out after that, knowing that my parents could never take me back by force. 
I worked at the studios, writing and recording late at night when nobody was there. I wrote lots of amazing songs. And after six months of living there, I was able to complete an entire album that I knew would be a hit. Only one day, I woke up and all my work was gone. I panicked. I ran around the whole place, and then, while I was rummaging around the trash in case someone had thrown my stuff away, I heard something coming from the music producers. It was my song, and Ari and her producer were laughing and toasting something. You... You stole my songs! <laughs> what did you think? You were just gonna live on my dime for free? It's just business, kid. Just how the industry works. Luckily, your voice sounds a bit like a girl's and close enough to Ari's, so we can sell all your work as if she's the one who wrote and sang them. I... I'll get you for this. Not before I get my money's worth first. Ari and her producer locked me up in one of the studios, and they locked me in there with four bodyguards. I was in there for three days, and I didn't know what to do. Until I got a brilliant idea. I pretended to see my parents outside. I acted my heart out. Help! You have to stop them, or they'll try to steal me! And the bodyguards believed me. They ran out of the room to chase after what they thought were my parents. What they didn't know was that because I spent all my time in the studios, I knew exactly what the layout of the building was. It took no more than two seconds to get up onto the vents. I crawled quietly, and then, as I heard the commotion of them looking for me, I dropped out of the alleyway. I ran away for the second time in my life. But this time, I didn't feel free. I just felt like a massive loser for letting the girl I loved steal my life's work. I lived in the streets for weeks. My only comfort was my new friend, Sam. She was homeless too, and she helped me a lot. I didn't know how to survive, so I'd bust in the sidewalks, the parks, and the train subway stations. My talent was finally working for me. I earned a bunch of money. I saved it all up, thinking I could maybe get enough to be able to rent a small room until I got back on my feet. But one morning, as I woke up in the park bench that Sam and I slept on, I saw that everything I owned had been stolen. Even Sam's stuff was gone too. I was left with nothing but the jacket I had on. I was so mad that I got stolen from again, and it reminded me of Ari, that I threw the jacket she bought me on the day she helped me escape my parents' house. But as I fell to the ground, I noticed a piece of paper sticking out from the secret pocket. I opened it up and saw that it was an old song I wrote. It was the birthday song I wrote when I was depressed on my 16th birthday. It was the last remaining song that Ari wasn't able to steal. I was about to cry. Instead, I stood up and stood on a small stage. I sang that song with all my heart. Even when tears began flowing down my cheeks. For the first time in a very long time, I put all my emotions into my music. Then one person came to watch. Then two. And then suddenly there was a crowd around me. People were taking videos, many of them were crying too. I got so many tips that day. But more than that, I felt so happy that my music was able to reach people. My song about my life touched people's emotions. I was so proud. The next morning, I was woken by a guy in a suit. He was a reporter, and behind him were ten more reporters from all the different networks. I had gone viral. I was on TikTok, YouTube, every single social media was blowing up with my singing. I gave interviews, and in them, I told everyone of my story, and how Ari stole my songs. 
her career and the producer's career was over after that. I got signed by a pretty big recording company. I went on tour, and then I married Sam. I rescued her from the streets and took her wherever my tours took me. One day, during my anniversary concert, I saw my parents in the crowd far away. It was my birthday, and people were singing happy birthday for me. My parents hated that. I could see it in their faces. But having that happen while they were in the crowd was so satisfying, because they always made me feel like my birth never mattered. But now, thousands of people were celebrating my existence. I thanked my fans, I kissed my wife, and then I jumped into the crowd as I smiled in triumph. Hi, my name's Josh. I grew up poor. My mom and dad did try their best, but having had no education themselves, they found it hard to find jobs that would pay enough money to raise four kids. Dad was a janitor at our local high school, and Mom did whatever work she could find. She washed people's laundry, did some babysitting, and from time to time, she would go to people's houses and clean for them. It wasn't easy having a life like that in high school, especially because most of the kids there had money. One time, a couple of girls got jealous that I won an essay writing competition over them, so they took it out on me. They just gave him the prize because he needs the money. I mean, look at his shoes. There are holes everywhere. You might as well go barefoot. Yeah, Josh lives in a trailer park. His mom does our laundry. My mom only hires her out of pity. Did you know we have to have our clothes washed twice? Because every time Josh's mom does it, it comes back smelling like poverty? I used to fight back whenever people insulted my mom and dad. But I landed in the principal's office so many times because of it that my mom begged me to just keep my head down. And I did. I just endured their ridicule no matter what. I would look at the ground and walk away. It was worse when they found out about my dad. I was backstage doing some lighting work for the theater group when I realized I'd forgotten my lunch at home. Dad appeared backstage with his mop and bucket and he handed me the brown paper bag that my sandwich was in. I thanked him and he left. But after that, my classmates laughed at me. Yo, check it out! Josh's dad is the school janitor! <laughs> wow, it must be nice to have the world's worst janitor as your dad. <laughs> but you can't keep their house clean either. <sighs> What's it like to have a dad who earns minimum wage, Josh? Honestly, I was just glad to have graduated high school. I had no fond memories of those years. As soon as I graduated, I went straight to work. I promised myself I would save up and get out of that town as soon as I could. But... My plans didn't work out the way I hoped, and being a waiter isn't the most glamorous job in the world. Customers are always complaining about the most ridiculous things, and they blame me as if it was my fault. One time, this lady shouted at me for her drink being room temperature. I apologized, but she poured the drink on my head and demanded to speak to the manager. Uh, Ma'am, you told me you didn't want ice in your iced coffee. Of course... Coffee, being a hot beverage, if it wasn't mixed with any ice, it would be hot. I even gave her the added courtesy of shaking it with ice and then picking out the ice myself just so the drink would cool down without getting watered down. And I let the drink chill in the blast freezer just to make sure it was cold. But she sat there, outside on a hot summer's day, chatting away with her friends for a good hour before she even touched her drink. I was happy to exchange the drink for a new one, but then she started yelling at me. My manager, of course, sided with her. 
And he banished me to the kitchen for the day. He also took my tips for the entire day just for that. That scenario wasn't new for me either. My boss has always had it out for me ever since I started working there. And I'd quit if I had any other choice. But money was tight, and I needed the job. Our town was small, and having a job and keeping it was a privilege. All the waiters, waitresses, and cooks in that place weren't fans of Doug. That's the manager's name. We've complained constantly to the owner. But every single time we tell her that Doug was stealing our tips, or that he was pocketing money out of the cash register, we get ignored. It was probably because Doug was the owner's boyfriend on the side. Yep, the owner was married. And as far as we know, the only reason Doug can't be fired is because he can destroy the owner's marriage. He did whatever he liked at the restaurant. He'd come in late, treat the staff and the customers like we were trash. Some days, he didn't even bother coming in. Those were the best days. The restaurant would be full, we would all work smoothly, and we gotta keep all of our tips. But one day, everything became too much and I finally reached my limits with Doug. I was cleaning up a table when I felt someone bump into me, and then an unholy cascade of lava splashed onto me and flowed down my leg. I screamed in pain, and when I looked back, I saw the most angelic girl that I'd ever laid eyes on. I was so confused. My eyes were experiencing heaven, and my legs were experiencing a nightmare. Oh... My God! Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I tried to smile at her, but all I managed was a wince of pain. Oh, <laughs> it, it's no trouble, Miss. I, uh, I'm so sorry you your drink spilled. I, I uh, oh, I'll get you a new one right away. A crowd began to gather around us, and people fussed over me. I could barely stand straight for all the pain I was feeling. But I kept a smile on and told them I was okay. Dude, you gotta go to the hospital. Or at least let us get you some first aid. There's some ointment in the back. Ah, it's really nothing. I'm fine. It's just a bit hot. Nonsense. At least let me take a look at it. I'm studying to become a doctor. It was at that moment that Doug appeared from behind the crowd, already annoyed. What is this? Who's causing a scene at my restaurant? Mm, oh, it's you. Get back to work, all of you. You, customers, get back to your seats right now. That's not a nice way to talk to people. Oh, yeah? And who might uh, you be? Doug backtracked as soon as he saw how beautiful Kendall was. And suddenly, he was all smiles. I... <clears throat> I'm sorry, I must have gotten caught up in the moment there. Please, miss. What seems to be the problem? Maybe I can assist. You! Josh! What did you do this time? Kendall tried to explain that it was her fault. She told Doug that he was busy with her phone and didn't see me cleaning the tables, but Doug wouldn't hear of it. I think he wanted to impress Kendall and show her he was the boss. It is definitely not working for her. Doug demanded that I go back to work while Kendall insisted that she wanted to take me to a hospital. When Doug wouldn't budge, Kendall told him that I should at least get some first aid and a bit of rest. 
I was starting to feel dizzy, but Doug insisted I go to the kitchen and make him a sandwich. boss I'm not feeling too good. Let him sit down for a bit. If you don't get up right this instant, you're fired! I don't know why I was so out of it. My legs hurt, but it wasn't that. And then I realized that I hadn't eaten for over a day, and I hadn't slept for two days either. I had been working double shifts because someone didn't show up for their shift yesterday, and Doug demanded that I fill in. I felt myself grow faint, and I woke up with beeping noises around me. I'm glad you're awake. Where... Where am I? You're at my mom's hospital. You fainted. A doctor came in who looked exactly like her, and I was shocked to find out that that was her mom. They looked like sisters! The doctor checked up on me and told me I was going to be okay, and that my stay at the hospital was free. Kendall told me that I'd been asleep for an entire day, and my stomach sank. Oh, no. My job. Kendall looked downcast. She told me that Doug fired me for missing work, and I lost hope. I had no way to help my parents, and we were already struggling to pay for my brother's tuition. I'm sorry. I... I tried to stop him, but... It's all right. Thank you. For helping me. But it's not all doom and gloom. I actually came to tell you I wanted to help. Kendall introduced me to her dad. And she gave me the best news I'd heard all month. Her dad owned the largest restaurant franchise in the state. And she convinced him to hire me. I worked hard when I was finally back on my feet. I learned quickly and adapted to my new job. I stayed late, and I was the first to get there every day. And that really impressed my manager. And so, I got promoted. A few months later, Kendall's dad called me to the headquarters and told me that my talents were better used as a regional manager. He told me he wanted me to train other employees. And just like that, my life changed. I was earning so much more that I was able to send my brothers to college. And I helped my parents pay off their mortgage. After that, I managed to buy my own franchise from Kendall's dad. He was so proud of how far I'd come that at one of our company's parties, he gave me an award. Through the years, Kendall and I saw each other frequently. We started dating the night I got that award. We moved in together when my franchise won Best Restaurant in Town. My restaurant was doing so well, it put other restaurants out of business. One day, my old manager came begging me for work. I laughed in his face. Oh, you still work there? You never got promoted? Aw, so sad. But all the positions in my restaurant have been filled. Unless you want to apply as a janitor. Anything, anything, please! My girlfriend kicked me out when she found a younger boyfriend. And now I have no money. Kendall was against hiring him. But honestly, I did it for my own satisfaction. I had a lovely time ordering Doug around like he used to do with me. At the company Christmas party, Kendall's dad invited all the employees of his corporation. There must have been at least 3,000 people. 
I gathered you all here today, not just to celebrate the holidays, but to make two very big announcements. I am stepping down as the CEO. And that's because I finally found a worthy successor. Everyone gasped. All the top managers were on the edge of their seats. I would have liked to pass this on to my daughter, but <laughs> since she's following her mom's footsteps, I think it best go to Josh, since he's going to be my son-in-law soon enough. The room was shocked at the double reveal. That's right. Your new CEO, Josh Ryman, is now officially engaged to my lovely daughter. Give them a round of applause. And as the room erupted with thunderous cheer, I pulled Kendall close and kissed her. I was so proud. Just goes to show, no matter the odds, working hard always pays off. Once upon a time, there lived a boy raised by a horrible, terrible mother who only knew how to make him feel like he didn't deserve anything in the world. That boy grew up to live a life filled with suffering which led him to a path of destruction. But there is hope at the end of the tunnel. Hi everyone, my name's Axel. My parents fought a lot. Every day, multiple times a day. It was like being in the middle of a war zone, only the weapons they use are words. My earliest memory was of hearing my mom shouting at my dad for not being able to afford to buy her a diamond necklace like her friend Sarah's husband. Sarah lived two houses down the street, and mom and her would spend afternoons trying to outdo each other. They acted like they were friends, but really, they were fierce rivals who always tried to outdo each other. My dad tried. He tried to be calm around her, tried to be nice and give her everything. But one day... Mom hit Dad with her fist when he found out she was cheating, and he left without another word. I was ten when Dad left. Apparently, Mom started cheating on him ages ago with Sarah's husband, and she was stealing from the family business. Well, the day my dad left, the family business left with him, and Mom didn't like that one bit. She took that anger out on me. Sometimes she'd starve me on purpose, or she'd leave the house, only returning weeks later. I had to fend for myself early. Boyfriend after boyfriend came and went so quickly into our house that Mom should have just had a revolving door installed. My favorite was Tim. At least he let me keep the change whenever he'd asked me to buy him his drinks at the corner shop. And he didn't push me around like the others. Him and Mom lasted about a month. I grew up with zero self-esteem. Mom always made me feel like I was worthless. If you hadn't been born, your dad would still be here. Now look at us. We're poorer than rats. I was over her crap that week. I was already so tired from doing all the house chores and cooking her every meal that I finally snapped. Dad's gone because of you! You klepto, cheating, gold-digging slap! Mom left a stinging sensation across my cheek, and when she saw that I was trying my best not to show that I was about to cry, she decked me in the gut and I fell to the floor. She threw me out of the house that day. I didn't have anything but the clothes I was wearing on my back. I was lucky that my best friend Cole's mom was chill and took pity on me. I even joked about wanting to get adopted by a hot mom like her to Cole, and he immediately gave me a quick kick in the knee. It was around that time that I met Haley. I was depressed. I had no home, 
and I was wondering how I could ever make something of myself in the world without a family. But then I met her, and when I met Haley, my dark world suddenly became bright. I woke up every day like it was the best day ever, and whenever she smiled at me, I felt like I could do anything. Thing is, I had no business jumping into relationships. Especially not before dealing with what I got going on. Oh, I was horrible at it. The only people I could model from was my parents, and I thought that was what love looked like. I was... basically a simp. I did everything Haley asked. I gave her whatever she wanted, and when I couldn't give it to her, I felt bad and made myself feel bad. I thought I would never become like my parents. But I unconsciously did anyway. Haley and I fought every day. When we graduated, she spit on my face and broke up with me in front of our classmates. I am so glad I'm moving to Colorado for college. Now this can finally be over. By the way, I only used you so I could copy off of you during exams. You'll never be worthy of me. Or any girl. You'll never be anything. I cried a lot. I'm not ashamed to say it. But Cole and his mom were there for me. But eventually I moved out of there. They told me I was welcome to stay, but I just felt bad just taking from them and never being able to give back anything. So I took my chances and went to Hollywood. Now, I wasn't bad looking, and I was quite tall, so I thought I'd do some modeling. I got a job as a waiter and went to a few auditions. Honestly, I landed my first break out of pure luck. I was just walking to get some milk when some random lady stopped me and handed me her card. That very next day, I was called in to shoot a commercial. I went to Hollywood to try some runaway modeling. It turned out, I was pretty good at acting. So after my first commercial, that same lady who found me became my manager and she helped me book TV gigs. Nothing special, I would usually just be someone in the background. But then, one day one of the actors got sick and they needed a replacement. I immediately volunteered. The director was already frustrated, so he just waved yes. And that was the beginning of an awesome career. I did hit TV shows, movies with the best of the best, and soon enough, I was able to give back to Cole and his mom. I bought them a much nicer house, and I always send them tickets to any of my shows and red carpets. But then, years later, tragedy struck. I was in the middle of giving a press conference for having received my very first award when I got the call that Cole had passed away. He had a heart attack, and he was so young. I couldn't eat or sleep for days. I flew home and helped Cole's mom get through it. But when I flew back, I felt like I couldn't deal with it myself. I was just going through the motions, smiling for the cameras, waving to people. But inside, I felt dead. Until I saw Violet. She was crying, waving her hand so desperately at me, wanting me to sign her autograph. And you know what? When I saw her, it was like the sun was shining on me. The world stopped. I never felt like that in a very long time, so I invited her back to my hotel. And we fell in love with each other instantly. Violet was probably the most beautiful girl in the world. And the world agreed. We were the cover story of every tabloid and entertainment magazine for weeks. They were all talking about our mysterious whirlwind romance. 
Violet was there for me. She helped me get through my grief, and she made the world a happy place again. I spent every free moment I had with her. I visited her family, and I even became pretty good friends with her sister who turned out was obsessed with the same video game as I was. We bonded a lot through that. While Violet was out shopping with my bodyguard, Kelly and I would spend hours just playing on the PlayStation. I felt happy. I found somewhere I belonged again. With Violet as the woman of my dreams, and Kelly as the sister I never had. The only problem was... Maybe Violet was too beautiful? Or, as Kelly put it, too much of a flirt. Every job I had, as soon as they saw what my girlfriend looked like, the director would fire me. And then they'd try to take Violet out. A couple of them even offered her jobs, giving her roles in their movies just so she'd go on dates with them. And I... I felt powerless. She said if I loved her, I would let her do what she wants. She said if I loved her, that I would be happy for her. That I'd be happy that she was getting her own break. I know it was wrong, but I let her bully me into believing that she just wanted what I had. And that she was not, in fact, using me to get her own fame. I loved her so much that I let her walk all over me. One day, she tried to end my career. She called me before I saw the news, telling me that she only did it so that there'd be a buzz around us and her new movie would sell lots of tickets. But when I saw what she'd said about me, I couldn't believe my eyes. In minutes, there were dozens of paparazzi outside my door. I couldn't even go out and get my postmate. Kelly had to literally muscle her way through a bunch of reporters and deliver my food through the back. The next day, the police came and arrested me. I got bailed out, of course. But my career was over. The movies I was working on dropped me. I was blacklisted from clubs and received every hate mail imaginable. Everywhere I went, people asked me the same question. Axel! Axel, over here! Why did you hit her, Axel? I did not hit her! I did not! Yeah, Violet told everyone I hit her. Sure, we fought a lot. Mainly because I would get jealous when I saw her sitting on some gross producer's lap. I never, ever laid a hand on her. That's what I told the judge during the trial. Not a lot of people believed me. Not even my own lawyer. But then, one day, a miracle happened. The people I loved stood up for me. As Violet was telling an elaborate lie about the night I supposedly hit her, my camp called out a witness they were never expecting. Violet's sister. Kelly defied her own sister and told everyone the truth. That, in fact, it was Violet who was always hitting me. That the same night she had given me a black eye just because I told her that I didn't want to be with her anymore if she would keep going out with directors and producers. Kelly told everyone how she witnessed Violet on multiple occasions punching me in the gut when her temper rose up. And then, several other witnesses said the same thing. There were even a couple of producers that Violet had cheated on me with who took to the stand. They all said the same thing. The Violet had, on multiple occasions, beat them up. I won that trial, and finally my name was clean again. People who accused me apologized, and Violet was sent to jail for what she did. Now, her career is over, and mine is back on track. And what's more is that I realized there was one person who truly loved me the way love is supposed to be like, and I kicked myself for not seeing it sooner. Kelly, her sister... I took it slow with her, and eventually, I proposed. 
Now we live a happy life. Three kids and counting. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.